if you could build a business in the modern world as big or as small as you want without having to compromise the things that were the most important to you in the very beginning? This is the Wealthy Consultant Talks podcast with Taylor Welch and Mike Walker, as they share with you today their learning lessons from stories in their experiences over the past 10 to 15 years and share with you right here, right now. Let's get into it. All right. What is going on, my friends? Mike Walker here, uh, Client Success Success Director for The Wealthy Consultant, and uh, you are obviously listening to TWC Talks. This is something that I'm really excited. I've got a really cool share uh, story to share with you guys today, and a person who's been, you know, doing the work. and And I really wanted to highlight his success. I wanted to illustrate what success looks like, and that is the, you know, exact purpose of what we call these MDC success stories. People that are inside our modern day consultant program and getting the success, netting the rewards of their efforts. And um, so I'm just really, really excited to introduce this guy, Mr. John Cameron Johnson. Excited to have you here, sir. Thank you so much for joining us on an early morning here. You and I are both on the West Coast, so we're, we're making work before people are even up, man. Excited to have you here. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate the invite. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's, um, let's dive right into it, man. I want to make sure that people understand, you know, who you are, give us a little kind of background of where you've been, your journey up to this point, and then uh, where you are in the industry. Like, what do you focus on? What are you all about? Yeah. So my entrepreneurial journey started when I was basically five. Didn't know what an entrepreneur was for basically two dozen years, but I was always industrious. I was always doing stuff to, to generate money, whether it be uh, you know, cutting grass and then getting the neighborhood kids to cut grass and making a deal with their fathers to, to borrow their lawnmowers. And it was just, and nice. I would just take a, a cut off the top and have all those kids, you know, cut the grass, but I would keep, you know, three, four or five bucks Love on the top. It. So from that to washing cars, to uh, designing stuff and teaching people how to design using 3D, um, you know, 3D, uh, d- d- like Cinema 4D or Adobe products, Autodesk products. So it was always just, creating money, right? Or taking my mom's food and selling it at school, like all kinds <laughs> of cool stuff, man. Um, but yeah, man, so I, I found out what an entrepreneur was when I was 20. Um, the exact date was August 20th, 20, 2010 was the exact day that I learned what an entrepreneur was. I was like, I want to do this. This is what I actually wanted to do. And it was interesting, man. Uh, I made a choice to, to leave school, to leave college. I was going for mechanical engineering. My parents freaked out. Uh, they're, they're, they don't come from a, you know entrepreneurial background, so they're used to academia and school. And I just it was too slow for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I would I would like I would ask the, the professors, can I can I train you know Can I basically show that I have competency here? And they're like, No, you got to wait four or five years. And I'm like, Well, crap! Like that sucks. Like I don't want to. I don't want to do that. And so went a different route. Got punched in the face a lot, found out I wasn't good at business, right? That was definitely something I learned. And, you know, through that journey, I, I, my previous company, um, I got I got in big trouble. I aligned, I uh, had to basically whistle blew a company. And this company was very large, a multi-billion dollar conglomerate. And they sued me for $15 million. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so you stirred up the business there, huh? Yep. So... February 14th, 2020 is when I basically settled out and I lost everything that I thought was important. And that was money. Um, shortly after the person I was with left me, um, I had a heart, you know, my, my son, uh, and he's at, at that time, he was three years old. He told me "Dad, I don't want to see you anymore. And that was code for dad. You're stressed out. You don't pay attention to me anymore. 
you know, you're dealing with all these things. So I had to, in that space, I had to get rid of all my stuff. I sold all my stuff. And thankfully I had a little bit of a runway, um, but that's what birthed the idea of my current company was since we serve the innovators of the healthcare market, the last person I got from that company, since I was a vendor for that, for that billion dollar conglomerate, um, they used a technology that was sold to them very idiosyncratically. And they used it for health and wellness instead of aesthetics and cosmetics and things of this nature. And I was like, how the heck did you think to do that? And she's like, well, you know, and she's a vi very visionary, very awesome. Her name's Shelby Frost um, out of Wyoming. She's an incredible person. And so she ended up using it idiosyncratically and she became my first client of this new business. And what ended up happening is the funny thing is I had already given back all that money basically through the, <laughs> through the settlement. And so I worked with her for free. And what ended up happening about two, three months in is because I over-delivered, she ended up just saying, hey, I want to pay you more money. Mm -hmm. so just, I know I'm un I know you undercharged me for this, so just let's, let's go. And so um, that was fine in the moment, but I ended up having to, you know, pay bills. I was already behind. So it was, uh, it was, it was, a, it was a situation where I was still desperate. And July 4th, 2020, on one of the calls I generated from outreach, you know, cold outreach on LinkedIn, um, my first client ever that came from some sort of, you know, hey, here's this new offer. Here's this thing I got, this idea he bought. And the funny thing is I was going to, before that call, I was going to cut my price in half from 10 to 5 grand. And oh, wow. instead I doubled it to 20. Now, before I did that, I had to remind myself, and what I learned from this was I had to remove myself out of the sale. I had to become invisible. I wanted to make it about him and guiding him to where he wanted to go. And um, the way I did that was first look at his Facebook page and looked at he's a father. He's a husband. He's got two kids. I've met both of them. I've met his wife, been to his house. And that is what allowed me to to help him make the decision. And um, I collapsed on the floor and cried, man. Because I was like, I was so, it was like, I can't believe it. Like, mm -hmm. how did it, you know, going from literally feeling like nothing like had nothing to to me i want to make this idea real and there's a there's a whole longer story around that but no uh, that's amazing well isn't it interesting that like one one good result one good win can just revolutionize your belief level in yourself you know your energy your everything you know it can literally turn your entire business around when you just get one good win and like everything changes from that it can at least yes it's yes, really it cool Awesome, man. So let's dive in a little bit more granularly then. Let's look at your business, your market, your solution. What is it that you do for your clients? How do you transform their business and lives? Yeah, so what I do is the innovators of the healthcare market, these tend to be um, alternative medicine. These tend to be people who are, you know, your chiropractors, your functional medicine, um, people who are in ketamine and doing, doing these more very, very hard to understand things, regenerative care, but they all tend to be cash-based healthcare practitioners of some sort, you know, we even work with mental health care specialists, but you have to be an innovator. You mm -hmm. have to be, you have, have to have magical care. Like it has to be so good that people just don't believe it. There's some results that the clientele that we serve that they've done things that are unbelievable. And I'm going to say these things and I know these are, are claims, but you know, reversing and resolving autoimmune disease, not just, Oh, you're in remission. It's like gone. Like there's no markers in the blood. It would indicate that there's, n there's nothing. It's gone wow. to reversing paralysis. I know it sounds crazy, 
I know it sounds crazy. Most people are going to be skeptical when they hear it, but these people are incredible. And this is, this is the game. This is the problem, right? It's unbelievable. Mm, so it's right. my job to give them a business model in a box. So that's what we deliver as a licensing model. That is a business model that helps them monetize it, helps them democratize their brain and genius, bring it down to a level that can be understood so the patient can get the best results as well as the magic of care. So it's, it's not only helping them with their offer, in their product in their product suite you know typically it's helping them build some sort of curriculum but then it's also building the indoctrination processes the education processes so the, the the patients want better care they know they need to spend more they want more time with the practitioner our current healthcare system doesn't allow for that yeah it's about eight minute consults is the average it's like eight minute 12 seconds something like that that was the figure i last saw and mm -hmm. so they want more time with the practitioner they want to be able to trust that person to be able to take care of themselves or their family and or even people, you know, the kids, which is even more, you know, more important. And so in that space for them to understand, why am I paying out of pocket for this? You know, I'm, I have health insurance. Well, yes, you actually are paying out of pocket, but you don't see it because it becomes out of your, po your, your pocket pre-tax. Pre you don't see it. It's insidious. That charge mm -hmm. is happening before you know it. So it's out of sight, out of mind. And so we have to educate them typically eight times more to make the decision. And so the, the path to them is, is not, you know, it's not linear, it's orbital, right? So we have mm -hmm. to make sure that whatever way they can come consume that practitioner to find out if they're the right fit, uh, we have all those layers, that infrastructure installed in their business. And so we help them do that. And then we help them with acquisition, which is, is, uh, is a fun game because you can't make these claims. Hey, we can reverse XYZ. Can't do that. Right. Yeah. You'd be in a very sensitive marketing environment. Yeah, you can't do that. So we have to massage that message and align mm -hmm. it with FTC compliance and all these things uh, while still making a, a big enough claim that allows that person to go, hey, this, there's something here. Like, I, I want this. So yeah. it, just takes, it just takes a little bit more effort. But uh, yeah, I've delivered that in a box. So that's basically what we do. Very cool. And what brought you to this particular market? You know, these, these types of SMEs, subject matter experts, what, what drew you to that space? Yeah, so what ended up happening is that Back to that that previous scenario, the previous company, um, the person that I was with, um, her father got screwed over by another type of company that I was working with. Not the same one I was working with, but mm -hmm. another capital aesthetic equipment company. And I was like, hey, how can you, you know, this the woman I was with, I was like, hey, how can you sleep next to me at night knowing that your father could have been my client? And I'm lying by omission. Mm. And basically, I'm being told to not tell them. Right. So I have these golden handcuffs. They basically said, Shh, or, you know, we're going to take, you know, we're going to take care of you basically. And, uh, you know, I basically was, you know, that whistleblowing. So what happened is that first client, her name was Shelby. She ended up changing like the whole shift of like how, well, my skill set that was good pre, you know, COVID is now elective because all those practitioners are now elective. Mm -hmm. right? the people, and so I had to switch my skill sets. Like, where, where can I take this? And she ended up being in health and wellness. And that is how I started diving into regenerative care. That's how I started diving into your alternative care, your functional medicine, that type of, that type of care. So it just, I took the skill set over here and moved it over there. So it was an adjacent market, completely different, obviously outcomes, right. um, not focused so much on cosmetics and aesthetics, but more so can this person have more vitality? Can we add five, 10, 20 years of vitality to this person and help them either proactively take care of something or help them undo lots of times, either neglect or just being unaware or not knowing that there was a solution out there 
and fixing that and then bringing them to a place of health and then continuing to stack on the vitality on top of that. That's typically, that's how I got there. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. I love that evolution. Um, so tell me a little bit about what drew you into following, you know, the wealthy consultant, Taylor Welch, obviously, um, how did that whole connection start? Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've actually known Taylor as far as like, I've seen him online for a long time. Cause as I, as I jumped into this journey, I'm like, how do I do this stuff now? <laughs> funny enough, I, I learned how to do a lot of the systems and the, the development. I reverse engineered it. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would opt into his stuff or I would, you know, and he wasn't the only one. There was a bunch of other competitors and other people in that, in that not necessarily direct competitors, but other people in that space that I would follow their stuff. I would go into their videos. I would go into their funnels. I would do all the things. I was just reverse engineering it because I didn't have the money. Right? I already knew he was expensive. So I, I've known him for a while. And from that, you know, since I saw, since I had the, 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 you know, the capital and the funds now, I, I saw they made the memo. And the memo was incredible. I think I was two or three issues in. I was like, hey, I need to talk to Peyton, right? <laughs> I got to go mm-hmm. talk to Peyton. Yep. And um, talk to Peyton. Um, I think that was in the very beginning of August. And I told him, hey, I have this, you know, I have a few deals coming through because, uh, the, you know, there was, you know, the different fees and all associated. I was like, all right, cool. I can, I can take care of that. And uh, Peyton kind of challenged me. He said, like, all right, well, let's see. You know, talk, talk big game over here. Let's see what you got. I was like, all right, cool. And on the dot, you know, you can ask him. I'll say, hey, I got the money. Let's go. Let's get this going. So it was the memo first. Those mm-hmm. things are jam-packed. Um, it's like, I think it's like what? They're like 10 pages. It's, it's supposed to be like 10 pages of just like, just value after value after value. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I got. I think it was on the second or third one. I was like, hey, I got to. I got to move up. I got to get to the, the next level. Yeah. yeah. What's, so. what's next after this, right? Yeah. What's after the 10th page, you know? Right. I love it. Love it. And okay. So that was kind of your decision. What, uh, what have been your biggest takeaways so far as you've been in the environment, you know, you've been in NBC for a little while now, what would you say are kind of some of your biggest takeaways that you would share with somebody if they were kind of on the fence or looking at it, wondering what NBC was, what would you tell them? Well, I would say do it, but if you're going to do it, make sure you understand that, the, that it's, if you are in it just to make money, don't do it. Not going to be a good fit because it, the requisite work, the work that it takes to actually make something great, you cannot do it just for money. That's a big takeaway. Yeah. The monetization models, the, the frameworks, the heuristics that Taylor helps you install are hard fought. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. his, his previous company that he, you know, that he sold off or however that worked, uh, Traffic and Funnels was, you know, it was a game. It was an industry changer. He's got a lot of stuff to share. And so it's if you're going to come in, don't don't half ass it. Mm-hmm. You know, excuse my language there, but it's, it's you just you need to come in and do the work and actually utilize these lessons. Why are you there? Just for adulation and feeling good. Dopamine. Is that what you want? that's what you're for you can get that you know you can get that for a lot less expensive Mm -hmm. you're going to come in learn from someone who's actually done it and so i would say the main takeaways is is um you know you you don't you underestimate you can underestimate the power of a community and how the 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 tide rises all ships and i think that's one of the biggest things is i had never been part of a community like this i've never been part of a community he's the first consultant that i've hired in this way and so it's like i I couldn't believe like, this is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And the community really opened me up to like, wow, that I, I don't need to do this alone. So the relationships have been key. The um, doing the work has been key. The biggest takeaway is that the, 
that my business model was wrong. <laughs> and mm. I don't know how much I'm allowed to share, but the point is like the model in which I was using for monetization and the medium in which I was doing it was, was incorrect. It was still effective, but for who? Yeah. Right. And yeah. so for me, it was like, I want to align since my goal is to transform healthcare by adding a billion years of vitality to the world for me to be able to do that. I have to do it the best way, the very best way. And that requires me to have a model that is not short term thinking, but is long term that builds a, like a stable foundation, a base that I know that I have a, a beautiful ecosystem, not just great marketing, not just great acquisition. It needs to be an ecosystem. So there's a, there's a lot of things, man. There's so yeah. many things. I, I, I could literally go a list. We'd be here all day, though. <laughs> so. yeah. No, it's good, man. I love it. Well, um, and to your point, you know, the power of community, um, I call it the mind hive. You know, um, it, it's a powerful place. And what I love about it is the flywheel effect that we see from it. I mean, we only let, you know, literally a handful of people at most in every single month. We purposely throttle that so that we can maintain the quality, make sure that every single person joining the community, you know, is of the caliber and the mindset um, and in and every aspect, personality wise, everything. Like we want to make sure that every single person that joins the community isn't just in it for themselves, but they're in it to help the community as a whole. Like you said, you know, um, rising tide lifts all ships and every single person added to the community is exponentially increasing the ROI for everybody that's there, right? It's like shared. And any any competitor that's out there that doesn't have the power of a community like we have, and I'm not, you know, I'm sure there's other great communities out there too, but if you are not plugged into something like this, in my opinion, especially with AI and all the other things that are coming at you, you need to be able to tap into more than just your own brain. And being able to do that, you know, literally with several dozens of people's brains, all with very backgrounds, you know, different skill sets, personalities and everything. I've just found it to be a really powerful source. And I say all that just to highlight the fact of how perfect of an example you are to that, because I see the value that you're bringing to the group. Um, guys, just so you know, you know, John Cameron, he drops value posts and slides and videos. I mean, we're literally featuring his VSL in some of our training. I mean, you, you throw it down, man, and you add some significant value to the community. And I know that's going to continue to reciprocate back to you, but I just want to highlight how valuable of a member you are to the community. So I appreciate you for everything you. that you're doing there. Thank you. Um, okay. So we've already kind of talked about it, but if somebody had reservations, you know, maybe they're reading the memo right now and they're like, okay, I've mm. heard of this MDC thing, but I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I'm like, there yet, quote unquote, right? What would you say and what would you suggest to somebody that's maybe reading the memos right now and considering MDC in the near future for their own business? Yeah, I think, I think you know, the, the answer that everyone would want to expect me to say is just go do it, right? But that's, I think there's, there's nuance to that. I think you have to look internally and go, all right, what am I in business for? You know, why am I here? Because if I remember correctly, the, the ethos of wealthy consultant in, in this brand is it's got to be good for the client as well and good for the world. So it's got to be good. Like, are you just in it for money? If that is, and, and you can actually be the indication of that. And I was talking, uh, when I was onboarded was if you don't fill out the documentation, the onboarding docs, and if you cannot have an exhaustive experience in that, like, it's like, I've, I've exploded these pages It's full because you know, your avatar, your client, you know, your ideal client profile. Well, if you can't do that, you're not in it for the people you're trying to serve. You're in it for yourself. Nailed it. Yep. Because if you were in it for them, you would know 
upside down and backwards. So what I would say is if if you're actually in it for just money, I wouldn't do it. Love you'll get that. you'll get eaten up and spit out. Don't do it. Now, if you're like, hey, I am I have a purpose, I have a passion, I have a vision that I want to bring to the market. And it is, you know, what I tell all my clientele and I tell in my marketing, I'm like, I'm inevitable. That's what I say. Like, if you believe you're inevitable and you believe you, if you just had the right model, you had the right community, it just, I, I just, I need that little extra, just that extra boost. Cause I need to have, all right, maybe I'm just missing a few pieces here and there. Maybe the model's a little bit off and I'm wondering why. And I, I don't want to use fear tactics. I want to be compliant. I want to be here five, 10, 15 years from now. I want to be perennial like Taylor talks about. If I want to be a, a, a staple in this industry and I'm going to do it for the right reasons and actually provide impact, then yes, do it. Mm. Otherwise, yeah. do not do not subjugate the market to your selfishness. <laughs> Boom. Love that. Awesome, man. So as we wrap then, how can people learn more about you? Where can they go to discover your brand and all that? Share, share, uh, share their, their ability to reach you. Perfect. Yeah. So etho.net it's e-t-h-o.net that's my site it's pretty cool we just got it up uh last month as far as like rebranded and made it all beautiful it and sexy fire by the way <laughs> so, so there's good. tons of stuff there and then uh my social is actually my first name so it's uh for instagram it's at john cameron i know that's a long first name but it is my full first name is j-o-n-c-a-m-e-r-o-n and then on Facebook, it's John Cameron Johnson. So those are the, the platforms I'm on. I'm starting to publish a lot more and, and all that stuff. But yeah, the as far as the brand itself, etho.net, E-T-H-O.net, which is a, a an awesome domain that I got for free. <laughs> funny note on that, by the way, my previous name of this company used to be MD Academy. But funny enough, the clientele we serve, we only have one MD on our client roster. And I ended up finding out the, the people that I worked with, they find MDs as public enemy number one. Oh. Funny story. Yeah. So I wondered if I had a different name, how much, you know, how many other people did not uh, actually, you know, come, come into my ecosystem. Matter of fact, my best client told me he almost didn't book a call because of the name of my company. So yeah. for those of you who are branded improperly, that is the lesson. Make sure you understand what's your market and how you're perceived by the market because that alone, I mean, that would have deterred not only him. Uh, this man's been with me for almost two years now, but he's also referred seven people to me. Oof. Yep. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. uh, you know, knowing your avatar, that's something we go, we go deep in the program and avatar analysis is, is a science and an art form that cannot be ignored. That is for yes. sure. That is I for sure. That. And that, you know, and that was one of the reasons I changed it. So as I learned, it's like, Oh, I got to change that. So <laughs> yeah, man, there you go. There you go. Awesome, man. Well, Hey, I, again, thank you so much for joining us on this. I'm really excited to put a, you know, a light on your success here. And, um, I just know, everybody in the community already says this in the post and you know all the comments that are always going up on on the stuff you drop but uh, thank you for being you thank you for the value you add and i know for the world because of what you're doing i mean you have a true mission that is literally not just figuratively but literally changing lives and i think that's really really cool we're just excited to play a, a small part of in your success journey so appreciate you man yeah man you guys are doing a great job uh i love this community i love what you guys do um you guys have pushed, you have broken through so many of my mental paradigms, mental dichotomies that have been holding me back. And uh, it's incredible. So, you know, you guys, you specifically, I've met you face to face as well as Taylor and some of the other people in the group. It's incredible. Um, it's incredible what this, this community does. So, yeah, 
I uh, I don't plan on leaving. <laughs> Put it that way. Yeah, so. yeah, no, for sure, man. Well, awesome. Appreciate you. And uh, thanks, guys, for joining us. We got more success stories coming up. Stay tuned for more TWC Talks. We got some really cool stuff lined up. So thank you for being with us today. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah, Take care, guys. You.